What happens to a mine after the drilling is done? Does it get shut down, boarded up? Not in the case of an old limestone mine near Kansas City. This particular mine has been transformed into what is called Subtropolis, a massive industrial park underneath Kansas City. With over 50 businesses and 1,700 employees, Subtropolis is sprawling. It's about the same square footage as the Pentagon. I'm Dylan Thuris, and this is Atlas Obscura, a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. And today, we're going to the city under Kansas City, Subtropolis. More after this. If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites— along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies west. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. Escape to Ocean City, Maryland, and discover a place that just feels lighter, where every day feels like Saturday and French fries are a food group, where flip-flops are always in fashion and seafood is always in season, where the boardwalk is bustling And the beach is right outside your door, where you can rise with the tide and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. In the 1940s in northeastern Kansas City, mining began on a massive 200-plus million-year-old limestone formation. Twenty years later, the mining company, which is owned by the Hunt family, also the owner of the Kansas City Chiefs, had plenty of limestone left to excavate. But they also had a lot of empty underground space from the areas that they had already mined. So they decided to put that empty space to use. Somewhere along the line, somebody said, hey, man, this would be great for storage. That's Joe Paris. He's one of the founders of Paris Brothers. It's a company that operates in Subtropolis. Joe Paris is also a native of Kansas City, and his relationship with Subtropolis goes all the way back to the 1960s. I was very young, and my my oldest brother, he was part of the electrical contractors that were down here hanging the original lights. I always used to hear, hey, we're going we're to work tonight. We're down at the caves hanging lights. Joe's brother was one of the workers who helped the Hunt Midwest Mining Company transform the caves into an industrial space. Meanwhile, the limestone mining continued elsewhere in the space, but using a new method so that every area that was mined would be ready to go as underground storage. And then they start mining it on regular pillar patterns. And what I mean by pillars is every so many feet, they have to leave a limestone formation to keep 
the ceiling, you know, from collapsing. Subtropolis is extremely sturdy. Those limestone pillars, the ceilings, they're all three times stronger than concrete. And after lighting was installed and roads were paved, the Subtropolis Industrial Park officially opened for business in 1964. Today, Joe Paris says, there are about seven miles of roads in the facility. It's like driving into a mall. You drive into a, a road and there's buildings on each side of the road. And there's railroad tracks. You just go right into the, into the building. Matter of fact, at the facility that I'm sitting in here, we can unload eight rail cars at once. The facility's that long. Nearly 40 years ago, Joe Paris was just beginning to build out his company, Paris Brothers Incorporated. We are a specialty food distributor. We also are, uh, we do warehousing and logistics, and we are an importer. We own some brands, and then we are a coffee roaster as well. Being a mass food distributor, Paris Brothers needed a lot of room to operate, and Subtropolis offered an ideal space. We started looking for space in the 80s. It was like, you know what? This is making a lot of sense. It's inexpensive. The electricity cost is cheap. And it's cool. Being below ground surrounded by limestone keeps Subtropolis at a pretty consistent 70 degrees. So Paris Brothers doesn't need to worry about pricey cooling costs. It was less expensive for us to be down here. And we were importing food. Constant temperature and humidity is much better on the food. And it's easy on the people that are working in the warehouse. I mean, every day it's 70 and overcast. You don't get any better. Joe estimates that his business uses about 75% less electricity just by being in Subtropolis. And there are a lot of businesses in Subtropolis that are taking advantage of the energy savings and consistent temperatures. Joe easily rattles off a few of his neighbors. You have like Vanguard Packaging. They're a, they're a large printer in fulfillment center. You have some Ford Outfitters that are down here. The post office has about a half a million square feet. So if you're a stamp collector, they actually have rooms, believe me, just stacked up with stamps. A lot of old Hollywood film is down here. All the cellulose, I think you'd call that film. That's right. It is not all industrial down here. There is a bit of Hollywood glamour at Subtropolis. It's home to the original cellulose reels of classics like Marilyn Monroe movies, every Seinfeld episode, and Gone with the Wind. Those reels could be damaged if kept at the wrong temperatures, but they are nice and safe in Subtropolis. About 1,700 people work in Subtropolis. And non-employees can't just walk into the space. There are government offices in there as well. But the facility does host an annual run that's open to the public. The Groundhog Run, I think, is a 5K. And I think it happens on a Saturday. And they literally run through the streets of the underground. And it's been going on for years. The Groundhog Run takes place in late January when average temperatures in Kansas City are cold. They're in the 30s or 40s. So running in the 70-degree underground Subtropolis facility offers a nice break from the winter weather. There is a whole elaborate geography of underground storage spaces all across the United States. I live just a few minutes from 
what's called an Iron Mountain storage facility. It stores Fortune 500 companies' documents deep in an old mine. But Joe says that really nothing compares to Subtropolis. There are some caves or underground facilities in other parts of the country. Uh, I've not seen any as nice as what we have here in Kansas City. The folks here have been doing it for a long time, and, and they got it down to an art. And beyond being a unique storage facility, the whole place is kind of a neighborhood. The people who work there know each other. Joe told us about a time when an intruder ran into Subtropolis, and it was taken care of pretty quickly. So they just kind of secured all the exits and came in looking and found, you know, found the the guy that they were looking for. So, I mean, you're kind of trapped. It's a lot of square footage to be trapped. But if you think about it, you're in a neighborhood where everybody kind of knows everybody. Beyond just being a safe, affordable space for his business, Joe also sees Subtropolis as a uniquely sustainable operation, one that we could all use a lot more of. You are taking something out of the earth, right? But you took it out and you left something that is usable for years. I mean, it took it took the earth a long time to make it. You've taken it out, but yet you didn't take it out and then you just walked away from it. Let's try not to waste. Let's try to let's try to utilize everything that you can if you're extracting something. Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. This episode was produced by Baudelaire Seuss. The production team includes Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Willis Ryder Arnold, Sarah Wyman, Manolo Morales, Gianna Palmer, Tracy Samuelson, John Delore. Our technical director is Casey Holford. And this episode was sound designed and mixed by Luce Fleming. If you want to learn more, be sure to visit atlasobscura.com. There is a link in the episode description. And our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. I'm Dylan Thuris, wishing you all the wonder in the world. I will see you next time. Witness Docs from Stitcher. Escape to Ocean City, Maryland, and discover a place that just feels lighter, where every day feels like Saturday and French fries are a food group where flip-flops are always in fashion and seafood is always in season, where the boardwalk is bustling and the beach is right outside your door, where you can rise with the tide and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. For over 130 years, McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna to keep her secret recipe alive. Take over taco night, no matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale, even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch when it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great.